Welcome to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, where your viewpoint matters. Donnell discusses today's major issues and concerns with nationally recognized expert guests, as well as a variety of other interesting topics. So call and express your viewpoint about this week's topic or whatever else may be of concern to you. Just call Donnell at 563-999-3660 to share your viewpoint. Now, with this week's guest, here is your viewpoint host, Donnell Edwards. Good evening and welcome to this edition of Donnell Edwards Viewpoints. I'm your host, as the announcer mentioned, Donnell Edwards. And I hope you had a great day today. Lots of things going on in the world. And uh, the theme for tonight's program is, Do You and Your Business or Your Life Need a Ninja Stress-Busting Warrior? And we're going to talk more about that later. Our special guest is a wonderful person, Ms. Veronica Hislop, who is the CEO and founder of Empowered Solutions. And she is also a transformational strategist, speaker, and, as I mentioned, Ninja Stress Busting Warrior. Ms. Hislop is also the author of the books How to Tame the Bully in Your Head and Put Him in His Place and Find a Coach, Find a Counselor. Please join me in welcoming to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints and the CWR Talk Network, Miss Veronica Hislop. Hello, Veronica. Hello, hello. Good evening, good night. How are you this fine evening? I am doing wonderful and looking forward to our conversation because we're going to uh, be discussing an important subject to me, and that's, that's mental health and a lot of different aspects about that. So, Veronica, uh, for those listening who may not know you and may not be familiar with your work, please tell us who you are, your background, experience, what listeners can expect from listening to our conversation this evening. Well, I call myself a transformation strategist, um, and um, it's because I initially I, I, I labeled myself as a life relationship coach, but I actually do a lot more than that. I come to um, the coaching arena with um, a background of um, trauma counseling and, and therapy, um, NLP, uh, social work, and so Um, the work that I do with clients is they actually get more than just coaching. They get a whole lot more from me. So um, I I think I work with with, um, primarily women, but that's not not my only client group, but um, working with them in terms of transforming themselves. um, I'm all about empowerment um, and helping people to empower themselves. And my, work, my role really is to shine the light and to cheerlead, support, push, help people to see things differently, um, help them to reframe a, a situation, get a different perspective. And um, so I provide the strategy, but the how, how you use the strategy is what's going to create the transformation um, uh, for yourself. As I said, I work primarily with women, but 30% for some strange reason, 30% of my clients are men. So, you know, men don't be discouraged by the fact that I, that I primarily talk about women's issues. I do um, work with men as well. And um, as I said, I come to this from a background of trauma counseling. 
and um, family therapy, and I still do a bit of that, but not as much as I was doing uh, maybe five or six years ago. Okay. Very, very diverse background and uh, also uh, very, uh, very interesting. Now, you, you kind of touched on this uh, next question, but uh, you describe yourself as both a ninja stress-busting warrior and a transformational strategist. Now, can you explain what both of those terms mean and how they're different? Well, for me, the work that I do, um, before I can do anything in depth with people, I really feel that and most, most of the time people are, gonna, are coming to me anyway because they're feeling some form of stress. They're experiencing some form of stress. And I, that's where I start. Every single program that I have, it's all about stress management. And I really strongly believe that, you know, you can't do anything in depth, go any deeper, if you don't know how to, A, manage your stress, um, B, know how to quiet your mind, and C, give yourself permission to um, develop some support systems and, and give yourself permission to um, own your own self-care. If you can't do any of that, then embrace, you're not going to embrace any, any, any other deeper concepts. So I, um, I say I'm a ninja stress-busting warrior because that's where I start with people. And I, I talked to, uh, um, about being a transformation strategist before. Um, I help people. I pro- pro- provide the strategies, but people are the ones that use the strategies or use as many, as much, or as little of the support of the work that I provide, and they create create their own transformation. I think that everybody has their own strength and power. Um, it's all within you, and my job is to pull it out of you. Okay, very good. Now, uh, you, you do a lot of work with uh, with entrepreneurs, and your profile indicates, uh, as a matter of fact, and I'm quoting, that your purpose is to help busy, overwhelmed entrepreneurs cope better with the day-to-day interpersonal relationships and challenges in their lives that cause stress, anxiety, and depression, end of quote. So although you primarily uh, work with female entrepreneurs, uh, wh- what's the difference in the, the set of issues that they may have related to stress uh, with everyone else uh, in society? Well, oddly enough, entrepreneurs have higher rates of mental health than the, than the, um, the regular population. Um, and that was a surprise to me. Um, higher rates of depression, 16%, I would say, um, as, a, as, as opposed to 8% of the general population struggle with um, um, depression. And, and, and I'm quoting Canadian statistics, but you know the American statistics are not that different. Um, okay. So there, there's a lot of mental health in the realm of entrepreneurship that entrepreneurs just don't talk about. Um, and really, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of shining the spotlight on it because we really do need to talk about it. The other piece is that even though entrepreneurs may know that they're struggling, they also, 36, 36% of them will not get help. And okay. I think recently we've seen a lot of um, 
people committing suicide. And that's also been the case in the realm of entrepreneurship as well. A lot of um, high-profile people within the entrepreneurship realm have um, committed suicide, and we're also seeing that uh, um, in terms of celebrities as well that are doing uh, committing suicide as well. So mental health is something that I think we need to really pay more attention to and, um, and start to, to talk about it more so that people don't feel so isolated and don't feel so lost in terms of how to deal with the stress and, and, and mental health. Okay. Now, you, you mentioned uh, at the outset that you uh, had started out in trauma and counseling and uh, doing some things of that nature, and then you transitioned to become more of a, of a coach. So how do your, your clients and other people who come into contact with you, maybe through seminars and, and uh, through speaking, how do they benefit from the, the vast knowledge you have from such a diverse background? Well, I think um, one of the things that I do is, is really have the ability to hold the space for, um, for somebody whether in terms of the issues that they may be struggling with. And you can go as deep or as stay at the surface as much as you want. So, I mean, I think in terms of um, – Coaching, I think a lot of coaching is very surface kind of work, um, whereas, when if, whereas, you know, therapy and the trauma, if, you know, for example, you may have a limiting belief, but your limiting belief may be connected to a childhood trauma of some sort. And, you know, a, as a coach, they may be able to help you deal with that limiting belief, they may not be able to help you to deal with the core issue, which might be the trauma. And so I have the ability to hold that space for you if you want to um, go deal, deal with that issue, that limiting belief, um, whatever it is, on a deeper issue. So that really is the difference in terms of what makes me different um, and, and uh, in terms of the work that I do and what I bring to the arena of, of, of coaching. Okay, very good. That's that's very interesting and very good to know also. Now, right now, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back uh, to continue our discussion. If you just tuned in, this is Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, and we're discussing do you and your business or your life need a ninja stress-busting warrior with our guest, transformational strategist, Ms. Veronica Hislip, if you have a question or comment about stress, stress, anxiety, or depression, call now to talk with Ms. Hislop. Our number is 563-999-3660. That number again is 563-999-3660. We would love to hear your viewpoint. So when we return, we'll discuss the relationship between stress and depression and how we can all learn to cope with stress. So stay tuned. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag. 
one million strong. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are a strong advocate for life empowerment, like empowering a generation that has been grossly misunderstood and disparaged to shatter the misconceptions about them. No Sleep was created to give millennials a platform to express themselves and let the world know who they really are and what they believe, their values, interests, fears, and more. This is a diverse group gender-wise and racially that we are very, very proud of. We invite you to tune in, whether you are a millennial or not, and learn from these outstanding young people. Listen every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 7 o'clock p.m. Central for No Sleep, Shattering Millennial Misconceptions. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text, and for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. We have some very exciting news for you. We are offering our listeners the opportunity to be a guest on Jen Hand Live. Jen is one of America's foremost experts on weight loss and nutrition and had to overcome severe eating disorders herself at one point in her life. Listeners who are selected from those who register will be guests on Jan Hand Live on August 27th and will benefit from sharing their struggles with their weight loss issues with Jen and getting personal advice from her to help them get on the road to conquering their weight loss issues. Anyone is welcome to register. And once we receive your registration, registrants will receive further instructions. So submit your registration today to possibly be selected to be a guest on Jan Hand Live and get the help you need to begin eating normally and enjoying eating again without guilt or fear. Go to Jen Hand, that's J-E-N-N-H-A-N-D-L-I-V-E dot eventzilla.net. That's Jen dash hand dash live dot eventzilla.net. Another service from your Causes, Issues, and Life Empowerment Network, the CWR Talk Network. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag one million strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints with your host, Donnell Edwards, on the CWR Talk Network.
Welcome back to Donnell Edwards' viewpoints. Tonight's discussion is do you and your business or your life need a ninja stress-busting warrior? And our guest is speaker and author, Miss Veronica Hislop. Now, Veronica, what have you found to cause the most stress for people? <laughs> That's a really <laughs> broad question. What <laughs> can be <laughs> You know, your marriage, you've got kids, you work full time, you know, you're juggling your kids' schedules, you're juggling your own schedule, you've got to have time for your husband, you've got to have time for yourself. I mean, life in itself can be stressful. And I, I you know, I don't know sometimes when I, when I, when I, um, uh, see clients and they sit down, the first thing I do is to map out who they are and their family and how many kids and how long they've been married. And I draw a diagram. And as soon as I draw the diagram, I usually have a sense as to, without them even opening their mouth, I usually have a sense as to just how busy and hectic their life is. Um, so, yeah, I think what happens, though, is we get stressed when the demands that are placed on us exceed our resources and our ability to cope. So, you, you know, a lot of times we may be able to go along every day juggling all of the balls, the kids, the husband, the work, and then something happens. Um, somebody dies or um, somebody loses their job or, you know, a kid gets suspended from school or whatever, whatever, and that, that puts you over, tips you over into the realm of stress. It's just too much for you to cope with. Okay, so would it be safe to say that if anyone says that they don't have stress in their lives, they're probably deceiving themselves? They're probably dead. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's a very, in today's world, I think it's a very natural and um, normal part of our life. We live very stressful lives, you know. Um, you know, there's always stuff happening in the t- on TV. Um, you know, we've, we've got computers, and there's, it, you know, it's a very stressful world that we live in. Um, and and, and, and to, be, to, to, be all, to be fair, a lot of people do, know, do learn how to manage their stress very well. They don't get caught up in the, in the busyness of everything. Um, okay. You know, and, and they do take time out for themselves. Um, They do prioritize their needs. They do make sure that they have quiet time and family time. And um, they, you know, so a lot of people understand that if they don't manage their stress or put some systems in place to manage their stress, their stress is actually going to manage them. Okay. Uh, If you had to single out a group, would you say that uh, there is any particular group that may need to be more on guard? Maybe someone has had uh, someone in their family or a history of uh, in their family of uh, different types of stress-related uh, issues and things of that nature. So are, are there different groups that need to be more on, on guard about stress? I think if you're a single parent, and, okay. you know, and if you, you don't have a lot of support systems in place and you're working full time and you're managing more than one child, 
Um, it can be very overwhelming. Um, you know, it, it can be very overwhelming. You, you, you know, you don't have a lot of resources. Um, you know, and, and um, you, there are so, you're the only one there. You don't have a lot of um, help to bounce off. So I think probably single parents. I think people who are going through separation, divorce, um, sometimes can be in very stressful situations when they haven't resolved the, their money issues and they haven't resolved their parenting issues. That can be very stressful all around for uh, the people that are separating, um, but also for the kids involved as well. Okay, very good. Now, uh, let's shift a little bit. Uh, is, is there a relationship between anger and stress and does one cause the other? Well, it could. I mean, you know, if you're stressed and you don't know how to manage it, and if you're overwhelmed and you don't have healthy coping strategies, and, you know, you don't know how to calm yourself down, you don't know how to quiet your mind, um, yeah, then you can, you know, and if you're an angry person to begin with, um, I think stress can cause, um, stress is related to anger, there is a relationship between the two. Um, yeah, I guess in, in, if I'm going to answer your question, there is a connection between stress and anger. And the, 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 the tools that you can use to manage your stress are very much some of the same tools that you can use to help you to manage your anger. So know how to, you know, your thoughts, you know, your, you know what are you saying to yourself that's fueling your anger? What are you saying to yourself that's fueling your stress? You know, maybe you're, you've got some uh, distorted thinking going on. All of those things, there is a cross, um, cross connection, I think, between those two things, stress and anger, certainly. Okay. So the, the, the advice you were giving about uh, making sure that you learn coping mechanisms to control your anger and calm yourself down, so that, that same advice would, would work for uh, coping with stress? I think if you use those same tools to manage your stress, you're less likely to get angry. So, okay. you know, do you know how to um, uh, uh, breathe properly? Do you know how to, you know, calm yourself, quiet your mind? Are you getting adequate sleep? Are you well hydrated? Are you exercising? These are all things that are well within your control and are things that you do to manage your stress, but they also very effectively manage your anger as well. And the more you do those in terms of managing your stress, the less likely you are to get angry. Okay, very good. Now, uh, another issue here too, especially in regard to uh, mental health, uh, is, is, is depression. So does or can stress lead to depression? And can you explain the difference between just being melancholy and clinical depression? Well, clinical depression is diagnosed by um, your doctor. There are certain criteria that you have to meet and that you've been experiencing sadness, you've been experiencing um, appetite loss or appetite increase or or numbness, um, um, you know, not being able to think clearly, not being able to concentrate. Um, maybe you're feeling helpless, you're feeling hopeless. Maybe you have some suicidal thoughts. Those are all part of depression and clinical depression. 
And that is something that you go to the doctor and the doctor um, diagnoses you and says, aha, uh-huh, you've got a clinical depression. And he may or may not put you on some medication. Um, he may also refer you to a psycho- for some psychotherapy. Um, but clinical depression is, is, is diagnosed by your doctor. Melancholy is, we all get melancholy sometimes. We get sad. Something We lose, you know, there's a loss. Um, you know, um, when, my, when my dog died, I was melancholy. You know, and, those, and, I, and mm-hmm. I was sad. Um, that, 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 that was a, a normal reaction. Um, but if you're melancholy and you're sad for an extended period of time, you know, then you're moving into the realm of, dep- realm of, 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 of depression. Okay, very good. Now, one of the points I was trying to get to uh, about depression is this. Uh, there was a time in our society when some of us uh, really didn't understand depression, and when people would get depressed, we would try to I- ignore it and not pay as much attention as we needed to and uh, not give them the kind of advice and encouragement and support that they would need. So what, what caution would you give to, to our listeners uh, about people who are in their inner circle, their friends, their family, their workmates who may have issues and they get dead depressed and they belittle uh, the, the situation and, and uh, don't give the, say the, well, say the wrong thing instead of encouraging them, make it appear that, you know, it's just something that will pass and they may, uh, be on the verge of uh, being someone who has the uh, clinical depression. So what, what caution would you give in how we relate to someone like that and how we uh, are cautious about what we say? I always think the best place to start is, is you know, go see, is to go see your family doctor. And, you know, I, I think the best advice, um, or support that you can give somebody who's depressed. And it may be that, you know, it's a minor depression, but, you, you know, or go see somebody, go talk to somebody. Um, you know, even if it's not your doctor, go, go talk to a counselor. Um, go and talk to somebody. Don't stay um, alone struggling with um, those negative feelings. And I think that's the best encouragement um, that you can give to anybody, you know, okay, you don't look so happy, you know, why don't you go talk to somebody? You know, when I was, was um, uh, experiencing, um, you know, when my wife died or my husband died, whatever, you know, I talked to somebody and, you know, it really helped. So, you know, that that's the type of, um, if you can't say anything um, supportive, then steer them in the right direction to get some help. Encourage them to get help encourage them to get outside of themselves. Very good advice. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we'll be back in a few minutes and continue our discussion. You're listening to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoints, and we're discussing do you and your business or your life need a ninja stress-busting warrior with the CEO and founder of Empowered Solutions, Ms. Veronica Hislop. Your viewpoint matters, really. So call us right now and check in with your viewpoint about stress, anxiety, and depression. And our number is 563-999-3660. 
uh, and call with your comment. That number again is uh, 563-999-3660. We're going to take a break right now, and when we return, we'll discuss with our guest depression and the mental health crisis in our society, so please stay tuned. listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag one million strong. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hey, if you have really, really tried to lose weight going from one diet to the next, stop right now and listen to me. Let Jen Han help you. Jen is a food coach and body image expert in her new show, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, The Effortlessly Easy Path to Weight Loss, is now on the CWR Talk Network. Jen's aim is to dispel all the myths related to dieting, debunk food rules, and bring enjoyment and sanity back to eating. You shouldn't feel guilty about eating the things you enjoy. Jen has lived through the battle of dieting and binging herself for 13 years and has tried every diet plan, every program, and every solution that promised weight loss. Hypnosis, diet pills, cleanses, detoxes, you name it, Jen's tried it. It wasn't until she looked at what was underneath the food that she saw any lasting healing. Now Jen teaches others the truth about dieting and how to enjoy eating normally. Listen to Jen's podcast, Nutrition Tips with Jen Han, the effortlessly easy path to weight loss on the CWR Talk Network online at blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash CWR Talk Radio and search for Jen Han or go directly to Jen's podcast on our website, CWRTalkNetwork.com and select Jen's page from the menu bar. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. Welcome back to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints with your host, Donnell Edwards, on the CWR Talk Network.
Welcome back again to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, and thanks for joining us for tonight's discussion. And our guest is Ms. Veronica Hislop. Uh, Veronica, mental health, as I mentioned earlier, is very, very important issue to me. And on a previous show, one of my guests uh, suggested that because we are under so much pressure of all sorts today, that we should have regular mental health checkups just like we do medical checkups. Uh, maybe not as often, uh, but on a regular basis of no more than every two years. Do you agree, and would this help improve mental health? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I think we need to be more aware of our mental health. And uh, I, I think, you know, when, when, when you cut yourself or when you have an injury, it's visible. You can see it. There's a wound. But when you've gone through a trauma, uh, when somebody died or when um, a relationship is broken down, um, that's a psychic wound, a psychological wound. Um, and I don't think it's as visible. People, you know, or, or it's not as visible to you, it's not as visible to others. Um, I'm not sure that a, a checkup every two years is going to catch that. I think we need to be more in tune with ourselves and understand that the same way that you would get help if you had a wound is the same way that you need to get help if you're struggling emotionally or psychologically with these things. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, we had uh, talked about uh, suicide a little earlier, and uh Oh, there are uh, a number of suicides, as you mentioned. One was former UCLA basketball player Billy Knight. Uh, he's the most recent in a growing list of uh, relatively high-profile suicides, which also include fashion designer, chef, author, and TV host Anthony Bourdain. Uh, in fact, uh, there were some uh, s statistics that, that came out that I wanted to share uh, that showed that in the United States, Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death. Uh, each year, 44,965 Americans die by suicide. And on the average, there are 123 suicides every day. So wow. when, we, when, we, when we talk about this, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so when we talk about depression, uh, is depression a contributing factor in these suicides and the significantly increasing rate of suicides in our society. And I know you're in, in Canada and, and you're an international citizen. Uh, you, you, you travel all over the world. So uh, is this problem limited to just North America or is it more widespread than that? Well, I can't speak for other countries, but I know that um, uh, we do have, we, there are, you know, high rates of suicide in Canada, especially with men. Men have higher rates of suicide than women. Um, and I know that um, uh, that was the same statistic uh, in the UK as well. So probably in the Western world. I don't know what the statistics are in, in, in places like South, South Asia, um, in Africa. I, I, I wouldn't be able to talk about those countries. Okay. Um, I think the issue that we need to um, really zero in on is when people are feeling hopeless and helpless, 
Um, that's when those thoughts of self-harm begin to, to really surface. And when people are feeling that they have no power and control and, they, and they're kind of numbing out, numbing out, um, those, are, those are the kind of indicators that really say, okay, you know what? And, and if people are talking, I mean, listen to what people are saying. And if they have some um, talking about self-harm, um, then you have to pay attention to that. If you're, if, if you're in relationship with somebody and they're expressing those kinds of thoughts, they're, they're feeling helpless and hopeless, um, you know, and, 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 you know, so pay attention to that, then, then you know, you, may need, you do need to do something. You know, either take them to the emergency department, get them to the family doctor, or, you know, or, you know, help them to get connected to some kind of support. And there is lots of support out there. Um, when I was doing a um, broadcast a couple of weeks ago, I, I didn't realize that in, even, in, in, even in the third world countries, there are suicide um, hotlines um, or helplines that you can actually call. Um, I know that I found one in uh, India, and I also found, them, found um, one in, in uh, the Caribbean, in Jamaica. So even third world countries, you think that they wouldn't have enough money to do that, but they actually do. So and, and help can, in some cases, is it, it, it's just a phone call away. You know, if you're feeling helpless and hopeless about a situation, pick up the phone and call um, a um, uh, one of those uh, emergency numbers. Um, I think in Britain they call it the Samaritan. Um, there's there are lots of them uh, in. I know we have lots of them here in Canada, um, but pick up the phone and call um, uh, 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 one of those helplines, and you know they'll get you to somebody who you can talk to, who can talk you through it. Um, I've I've had worked with organizations where, you know, I was talking with somebody on the phone, and while I'm talking with them on the phone, I'm asking my colleague to, you know, send call the police and and get the police to come to their home so that. He, come to their home um, and sometimes it might be that the police might need to take you to, to hospital so um, you know talk to somebody do not sit alone um, when you're feeling helpless and hopeless um, and you're having suicidal thoughts okay very good I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the hotlines because I was intending to to mention that you know if any listeners who uh, hopefully, we don't have anyone listening that, that may be having uh, suicidal thoughts, but um, in case we do, or if you know someone or later on you hear someone and you have some suspicions, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in the United States is uh, 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. That's 1-800-273-TALK or one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. So jot that number down and uh, don't be reluctant to use it if you feel the need to do that. Now uh, I know you you already discussed this to some extent, but uh, I just like to focus on this a little more. Are there other things than what you've already mentioned that we're missing individually? or as a society that would possibly help prevent 
some of these suicides and help us get to people before they do harm to themselves or to others? Well, hmm. I, I just think we, you know, we, we need to talk more to people and, and connect with people and understand, you know, talk more with your partner, talk more with your family, talk more with your kids. Turn the TV off. Put the phone down, for heaven's sake. You know, have some room in your home. And, and you know, whenever we come home, you know, we're going to put the phone down, turn it off for um, after 8 o'clock, whatever. Start talking and connecting when you know what's going on with the people in your life. Very good. You know, that, that reminded me of a uh, uh, photo I saw uh, recently. And it, it just shows how much uh, life has changed, especially family, in uh, recent decades. And it was a family, uh, a husband and wife and two children. They all had electronic devices. They were all there, you know, at home uh, on their electronic devices. Nobody was talking to each other. Exactly. And, uh, unfortunately, that's uh, pretty much... Uh, uh, what, what happens? That's that's pretty much the norm in, in a lot of families today, and that too. That is very sad. That is yeah. very sad. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. and you know, not not having and that interpersonal. And the amount of people that don't actually sit down and have a family dinner really struggles yeah, exactly. me. Yeah. You know, people people just come and go, and 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 don't sit down and and eat together. Um, you know, so you eyeball each other. How was your day? Even if the person just grunts, <laughs> you can at least <laughs> eyeball them and see what's going on. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be that complicated. I mean, one yes, of the rules that I have in my home is, is I, I stop watching CNN and uh, we don't watch. I, I mean, I know what's going on because I'm on the computer and I can see headlines, but I don't listen to the news anymore. Okay. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say that. It's just negative. Um, I think the only positive thing I heard in the news over the past couple of months was the wedding between um, Prince Harry and, uh, and Meghan. But everything okay. else is, you know, very negative. So, you know, I, I just don't even bring any of that stuff into my home. And if you're depressed, and here's another thing. One of the things when I, when I was doing um, more counseling, um, I would always do a little bit of a, um, uh, a history with people and explore with them the type of um, TV that they were watching. And if you're depressed, <laughs> stop watching those crime shows, the ones where, um, you know, people get murdered and the CSI shows. Um, and what's the other one, um, the FBI one? Uh, stop watching them. <laughs> it's, 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 okay. it's about people dying. It's about people, you know, stop watching that stuff. Start watching right. comedies or, or fun stuff. Very good advice. Okay. You know, I know but, uh, one of the things that I used to do um, before going to work, when I was uh, working for a company and I used to have to um, commute, is I would watch a comedy show, and it would it would have, it could be something like Lucy, it could have been an old show, but I would watch a comedy show before I left the house to go to work. I was already laughing. 
Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. All right, I tell you what, we're going to uh, take another short break, and then we're going to come back, and we have some interesting things we're going to talk about. Uh, this is Dono Edwards Viewpoints, and we are discussing: Do you and your family, uh, you and your business, or your life, or your family for that matter, need a ninja stress busting warrior? And our special guest is the author of the book, How to Tame the Bully in Your Head and Put Him in His Place, Veronica Hislop. And when we return, uh, we'll get our guest thoughts about an interesting subject that may affect you and you may not be aware of it, imposter syndrome. So stay tuned to learn more, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for life empowerment programs like Career Reels with Carolyn. We understand that many of our listeners need career advice to advance their careers to the next level, and others need advice on finding a job. We have been blessed with the addition of Ms. Carolyn Owens to our network. Carolyn is the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, which provides career, leadership, and life coaching that moves individuals forward, allowing them to take command of their lives. With over 25 years of proven experience, she is a leading authority on leadership and professional development and has worked with and trained top leaders across the globe. Her show, Career Reels with Carolyn, may be heard the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Career Reels is a show that discusses how you can become the star of your life. Carolyn and her guests will share with you tips and strategies on how you can reach and stay at the top of your game. You'll also hear about hot topics and trends that can make a difference in your career or business. So tune in the second Monday of each month to hear Career Reels live and get hired or take your career to the next level. For more information, visit Carolyn's page on our website at cwrtalknetwork.com. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. 
Welcome back again to Donnell Edwards Viewpoints, and thanks for joining us for tonight's discussion. Veronica, you uh, also recommended establishing healthy boundaries uh, in your profile. Uh, Could you explain what those are and how a person may establish and maintain them? Well, the the, the concept of self-care, which is taking care of your needs and boundaries, I think are interrelated. And, you know, if you want to manage your stress, one of the things that you do need to do, and if you're also struggling with depression, is you do need to embrace the concept of self-care, taking care of yourself and taking care of your needs. And part of that is setting healthy boundaries with people, which is setting limits with people, knowing what your limitations are, and being able to articulate that clearly to other people. Um, And it it usually is... um, Learning to say and embrace the word no. Saying no to taking on, a lot of times we just take on, we want to keep the peace. We want to, you know, we do things that we really don't want to do. um, And we we have difficulty just saying, no, I, I, I can't do that. No, I don't want to do that. No, not right now. No, I'm sorry. You know, and we have difficulty setting a boundary. And I think what happens is, we then take on too much, and then we become resentful, and we become overwhelmed, and it ruins the relationship because we now become resent. There's resentment in the relationship with that other person because we're doing something that we really didn't want to do in the first place. Um, so really, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. So really learning to set healthy boundaries, and that's something that's learned, um, you know, because I think sometimes we think when you say no, you're being selfish, but actually you're taking care of yourself. And when you take care of yourself and your needs are being met, you show up to the relationship, whether it's with your partner, whether it's with your kids, you are in a better place and it's a better relationship because you're coming from a more healthy uh, from a more healthier state. That, that's very interesting, and and I have experienced that uh, at a different time in my life, and it's really interesting because uh, once you start that and and you uh, establish that pattern, people begin to expect that from you, and <laughs> before long, before you realize it, uh, you you don't you don't know how to say no, and you don't have any time for yourself or your family to do the things that you enjoy and you're just overwhelmed and it can make you angry. And uh, it it was something I had to learn and uh, it was, it was pretty difficult because I'm a pretty easygoing guy and, you know, I I like, I like people and I I like to help people, but I I realized what it was doing to me. And I said, Hmm, the the issue here, the, the problem is you have to learn how to say no to some of these requests uh, that, that people are making. So uh, that's, that's and very people interesting. May not, people may be angry with you. If, they, if they're used to you doing things all the time and then you set a boundary saying, well, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to do it this way anymore. Um, you know, people can get angry. There's going to be pushback. But as long as you stand your ground and understand that you know why you're doing it, and this is for your well-being. 
then, you know, stand your ground and, and just continue to do what you're doing. It's not being selfish. It's self-care. It's self-preservation. You know, you're protecting your body. You're taking care of your energy, your time. All of those things are important things for you and your well-being. So, you, you know, you have to be able to know what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. Okay, very good. Now, uh, before we went on break, go ahead. Before we start about, you wanted to talk about the imposter syndrome, but I just wanted to finish off the stress piece that we were talking about. Okay. And uh, it's a concept that I um, throw out to people, and it's this idea of um, push energy and replenish energy. And I really encourage people to pay attention to themselves and pay attention to their body and when you're getting into push energy knowing that you're doing too much pay attention to that and pull back from that so you know and a lot of entrepreneurs where we're, we're push 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 go 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 we have to meet those um those goals we have to do that launch you know we're pushing 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 ourselves but i think you gotta be it's, it's kind of like when you drive your car if you kind of keep pushing the, the, the pedal on the, the gas pedal, what's going to happen to the car if you drive the car that way all the time? You're going to ruin that car. So it's the same with our bodies. You know, we need to know when we're getting into, when we're doing too much and really begin to, 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 to pull back and start putting in a lot of more, more energy into replenishment and uh, replenish energy. And, 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 and that, you know, it's not a lot of hard work. It's like making sure you get good quality sleep, making sure that you're hydrated, making sure that you get your exercise in. All of those things are well within our control. Okay, very good. Now, although uh, that application is made more towards entrepreneurs, uh, say business executives, uh, business owners, or just busy people, uh, that that would still apply to them as well, right? It applies to everybody. Pay attention to the type of energy that you're in. Everybody. If you're a mom, pay attention. More so than anybody, if you're a mom, pay attention. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very good. Now, uh, I, I mentioned before we went on break that uh, we would discuss uh, another subject that I saw on your profile, and that's imposter syndrome. And it's really interesting to me because when I first came into uh, contact or having awareness of imposter syndrome, it was from an associate, uh, Felicia Johnson. And Felicia is a, has a coaching practice, and she's also written a book about imposter syndrome. And it's entitled, Do You Feel Like a Fraud? So, Veronica, can you explain what imposter syndrome is and if it is a contributing factor to anxiety, depression, or any of the things we talked about tonight, or just how it affects a person? Um, yeah, I, I'm actually putting together an online course, Imposter Syndrome, Your Kick-Ass Guide to Recovery. Um, and that's going to be launched um, early, early, early August, um, I think now. And really it's those feelings of, and, and it's, it, it's primarily relates to um, uh, entrepreneurs. However, anybody can suffer from imposter syndrome. 
um, students, if you're 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 um, uh, a woman, um, anybody, if you're an, you're you're a visible minority, um, it's those feelings of self-doubt when you question your abilities, you question your performance, you question your self, uh, uh, your confidence, um, and even if you feel successful, um, you may feel that you don't deserve it or that it's you know it's a fluke that, you know, there's a difference really in terms of what's going on inside of you and what you're projecting to the world. And if everybody knew what you were actually thinking, which is that, you you know, um, you're not good, you're not as good as they, the world, thinks that you are, then um, they would realize that you were really a fake and really a fraud. Um, so it's those kinds of interpersonal kinds of thoughts, your self-doubt, your lack of confidence, you're questioning your ability, questioning your value, questioning your worth. And um, that's what imposter syndrome is all about. And it interferes with your mindset. It interferes with your, your performance. It interferes with how you show up, how you um, uh, interact with others. Um, and, it, and if you're, a, you're an entrepreneur, it's going to affect your bottom line financially. Because you're, you know, you're doubting yourself, you're questioning yourself, and all of that, you're, you know, that that's going to come across in terms of how you're presenting yourself to your customers, um, to the people who you want to buy your products and, and, and your service. Okay, very good. So your your course that you're writing is going to help people understand how to cope with that and overcome it. Um, kick-ass guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's lots of information in terms of things that you can do um, to change the story that you're telling yourself about your success and your abilities. Um, you know, because I'm doing, doing it from an, uh, an entrepreneurial perspective, but as, as I said, it's applicable to many people. But, um, you know, 70% of women actually suffer from imposter syndrome, 70%. Wow. You know, and 80% of entrepreneurs, they say that um, 80% of being an entrepreneur is your mindset, and the rest is luck and skill. So (laughs) as entrepreneurs, we have a lot to do in terms of our mindset you know, what we're telling ourselves and, and how we show up and how we feel about who we are as entrepreneurs, all of that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, Veronica, so I believe you're – go ahead. Can I just say, people want to know more sure. about the, the course, please um, visit my website. Leave a message for me on my website. Um, can, I, can I say what that is? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Okay www.empowered-solutions.ca, and that's CA is Canada. Um, yeah, so um, get on my website, send, fire me a message, and I will um, let you know when the course is up and running. Okay, very good. Now, uh, I believe your, your book titles are uh, How to Tame the Bully in Your Head and Put Him in His Place and Find a Coach find a counselor. What will readers learn from these books and where may they be purchased? Well, Find a Coach, Find a Counselor is a free book. It's on my website. You can just go to my website and um, you'll get the book there. 
How to Tame the Bully in Your Head. I love that book. <laughs> because it's, all, <laughs> it's really about bullying and how we bully ourselves with the voice inside of our head, that negative voice that says you can't do this. Who do, who do you think you are? It's the negative voice that actually fuels imposter syndrome thoughts. <laughs> okay. And it's a neat little book. It's not that expensive. Um and that it is on Amazon. I think it sells for about two ninety nine, um, so it's not that expensive at all. And um, yeah, it's just a little filled with little nuggets of information that you can use to begin to, uh, you know, put that bullying voice um, back in its place. Okay. And if any organizations, businesses, or groups that are listening uh, would like to contact you for. Uh, maybe as a speaker or do a workshop or whatever, uh, do they go to your website as well? Go to the website, www.empowered-solutions.ca, and there is a section there where you can connect with me and fire, you know, um, send me a message that way, and um, I would be happy to speak to anybody um, that is interested in, in me as a speaker or interested in any of the topics or information that we talked about today. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight and for providing uh, such important information about how to cope with stress, anxiety, and depression, and how to do a better job of taking care of our mental health and also helping others. Uh, We really appreciate you for it. And thank you so much for inviting me. And I, I mean, I really had a good time talking with you. Okay, thank you so much. I, I enjoyed it very much, and uh, uh, we'd like to get, hope you'll be able to uh, come back and join us again. Like I mentioned, mental health is uh, real important to me, and I'll probably be doing something special for Mental Health Month. I, I missed it this year, but uh, I will make sure that I uh, uh, map that out on my calendar for, for next year to get some things done, and you'll probably get a call from me. Wow, well, I All look right? forward to that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you so much, and you have a good evening. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Now, please join us next week for another exciting program when my guest will be film and theatrical producer, actor, musician, and songwriter, Mr. Carlos Heredia. Kind of a different program for us. Uh, we are, will be discussing the challenges and rewards of a career in film and theater, and his upcoming theatrical production, Then Sean Met Khalid, which is a thought-provoking and at times quite hilarious musical that tackles racism in a refreshingly different manner. So be sure to join us next week, especially if you are a lover of the arts or have an interest in a career in film and theater. Thanks again for joining us tonight, and until next week, Good night, everyone, and have an awesome week this week. You're listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network, hashtag one million strong.